What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Hindsightless, the most sporadic podcast. I don't know if that's true out there where I talk about life, role-playing games, or whatever else might be running around inside of my head, but mostly role-playing games, you know, because they're pretty cool. You can do them with your friends, or you can do them by yourself, or you can do them with strangers. It's, it's pretty awesome. They're a lot like sex. Yep, I'm back, and it hasn't even been a month. That's pretty awesome. I had to come back because I got a few really awesome messages and I wanted to play them. Plus, I stumbled across an old message from Jason that I wanted to play. And yeah, you know, let's 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 just hang out, see how everybody's doing, man. Oh, it's <laughs> it's like sometimes I feel like I can't catch a break. Work has been crazy. Uh just a bunch of stupid crap going on at work people just quitting uh no notice no nothing just like hey peace out i'm done it's like oh fun awesome and then you know that's whatever it is and then last night at time of recording in the middle of me doing a couple loans of laundry our dryer decided to stop working so that's pretty dope so now i have like Two loads of wet clothes. Uh, good times, good times. But hell, at least I'm fortunate enough to have a washer and dryer in my place. So yes, I am grateful for that. Our landlords are very uh, responsive. They, uh, The husband came over today and they're going to get us a new dryer, which will be nice because... The dryer we have now is very old, super inefficient, uh, just an energy hog. So getting a new dryer, not only will we have a new dryer, our energy bills will also go down a little bit, which will be nice. Um, so that's that's awesome. Uh, yeah, what else? I've been sick the past couple days. I have no idea how I got sick. I don't go anywhere. I don't see anybody. I, I, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it, man. But I'm starting to feel better. I don't know. I thought I was feeling better today. Uh, and then as the day went on, I kept feeling a little crappier and a little crappier and a little crappier. So we'll see how long this episode goes. But like I said, I have some awesome messages that I wanted to play. We're going to start off with an older one from Jason that will kind of lead us into the discussion talking about... Um, we're going to talk about Beyond the Wall for sure because that's a super dope game. So let's talk about Beyond the Wall with Jason. This message is from like a month ago. <laughs> so, but it's still it's still relevant, dude. It's from more than a month ago, but it's still relevant. So let's let's hear what Jason's got to say. Hey, Jason here. Calling back your birthday game episode. So got to go out and do real-life stuff on your birthday. Very cool. As far as Beyond the Wall goes, you know, it's interesting because it's a pretty standard. There are a couple interesting things, but for the most part, it's a pretty standard OSR rule set, but it adds on that joint world building to it. And one interesting thing about that is when you do the playbooks and you do the character design, you can end up with characters that are not optimized at all. So you can end, easily end up with characters who do not ha whose prime attribute for their class is not their highest ability. 
So that's kind of an interesting thing. I don't know how some players would feel about that, but but that definitely happens in character creation and beyond the wall. So interesting side effect of the way you design characters and being locked into the standard attributes of a D&D game, right? So it's kind of morphing the two together produces that side effect. So anyhow, really enjoy, like I say, really enjoyed spending what time of your birthday weekend I could with you and looking forward to doing it again. As far as Pathfinder goes, you know, another three years sounds great. And I'll try to quit with a crosstalk. Talk to you later. You're not the one doing the crosstalk, man. <laughs> anyway, thank you for that message. Thank you again for hanging out with me on my birthday, man. That was awesome. Uh, like I said, that message was a month old. Uh, and it was sent in using the Google Google Voice so that's why it was a little choppy there, but I think we all got the gist of it. And yeah, so the thing about the playbooks in Beyond the Wall is you don't have to use them. In fact, in the in the basic book, there the playbooks don't come till like the very end and they give you the instructions on how to build characters for the three different classes without the playbooks, like sort of with the expectation that you might not use them. A lot of the playbooks are specific for certain uh, adventures that Flatland Games have put out. That's where I got most of these playbooks from because Flatland Games, they have so much free stuff. I bought everything they have to sell and they have a ton of free stuff on their website. So seriously, guys, go check out Flatland Games. It, I love Beyond the Wall. But back to the call. Yeah, you absolutely can get characters if you're using those playbooks that aren't, you know, optimized. Uh, if you look at the two, the two rogues in the party, neither one of them has a very good dex. Which, you know, why do rogues have to always be dexy? You know, I know a lot of thieves and criminal. Well, that's not true at all. <laughs> I don't know them, but there are plenty of thieves and criminals out there that aren't very dexterous. They'll just walk up to you and punch you in the face and take your money. You know, you could have a buff ass rogue or a smart rogue. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, but totally, you can get mismatched stats if you will and I, I think that's pretty neat and you're right there are players out there in the world that might not like that but that's just kind of what you talk about before the game you know you say hey we're going to use these playbooks um and we'll go from there now if you if one of the players in that game dies i don't think we're going to use a playbook to make the next character because it doesn't really work. The playbooks are designed to be made all at the same time when everybody's making characters together. If you're making a character on your own because your previous character bit the big one. Um, yeah, I don't think I'll use them. I mean, we'll talk about it as a group, but I, I don't think we'll use the playbooks because it's just faster to not use them because you don't roll really anything uh i haven't looked at the rules for a minute but i because i forget how you generate your stats when you're not using a playbook i think you might just roll your stats up um 
But as far as the other stuff goes, because when you're using one of the playbooks in Beyond the Wall, uh, you roll, you know, like six or eight times and read off these bunch of charts to figure out your stats and your abilities. And if you're a spellcaster, what spells you have, that sort of thing. Uh, like Jason, when he was making his character uh, for his weapon specialization, he rolled up the club, which I was like, oh, man. But, you know, you get a club, you don't have to use the club. Uh, and as uh, warriors level up, they can take new weapon specializations and stuff. So he doesn't have to stick with the club if he doesn't want. But, you know, when you're, when you're rolling up your fighter, your warrior, and you're like, oh, cool, what weapon am I going to use? Boom. Oh, a club. <laughs> That's the way she goes, though, sometimes, man. Um, but you're not done yet, Jason. You got another call, which is actually a recent call, so not a month old. Uh, so let's hear what else you got to say. Hey, Joe, Jason here. Glad to hear you back on the air. Yeah, I, I think a lot of us have kind of had some malaise lately, and real life has gotten in the way of podcasting, but it's good to hear you back on the air. And yeah, Beyond the Wall is a pretty awesome game. And I'm curious to to check out its kind of sequel at some point where you actually play grizzled adventurers that are, you know, too old for this shit. So I'm looking forward to that eventually. But Beyond the Wall does a lot of really neat things and allows you to do some neat things. I'm glad that weather idea worked out for you. It, it seems like the simplest, easiest way to do it, right? Um, you, you just find the historical weather for the type of region that your your game world consists of and just follow those historical patterns it, it's that simple <laughs> it's you know really easy to do and these days you know just like we're way into rpgs or people are way into weather and those sites are out there where you can find that you know what was the weather like at this date you know and this year in this place and it's out there on the internet so you know that's a really easy way to do it um so I'm glad that's working, but it's good to hear your voice again, and hopefully I'll get to play games with you soon. So take care of yourself, and I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, thanks, Jason. Um, so the weather idea, man. What's funny is that on one of Daniel's latest episodes of Bandit's Keep, this guy whose name is also Joe from the dodecahedron podcast i think called into daniel talking about this same exact idea and that's how he does it and i was like oh um <laughs> yeah man and it, it it's it's fantastic it's great uh because it's just it's natural feeling and it's just really cool and you know like you said, if you if you look for the weather, you found it. I, I, I'm using I started with the year uh, 1978, though I, I, I feel like I should have started in 77 now because we missed playing on my birthday <laughs> in in the game world. But we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Uh, we can celebrate my one year birthday in the game world because it's now October mid-October now in the game world, right? Um, and so, yeah, I have every the weather for every single day of the year 
in detail, more detail, like I said in, in the last episode, more detail than I'll ever need. <laughs> I don't think we're going to need to talk about like wind speed and air pressure and stuff like that. But the phases of the moon, the weather, really, really cool stuff, man. Sunrise is on there, I think, too. Sunset, things like that. Just awesome. Because, yeah, there are weather nerds out there just like there are RPG nerds, man. And I just, I thank you so much for giving me that that idea, for telling me to do that, because it has worked a treat, and it's totally awesome. So, yeah, dude. All right, let's let's get into this next call. And this next call is where the title for this episode came from, where the true definition of OSR came from, Old School Richter. So let's get into it. Hey, Joe, it's good to hear you back on the mic again, and I'm really enjoying, I'm really enjoying hearing about uh, Beyond the Wall. I did pick it up probably because of your excitement from the last time you ran it. I did pick it up, and I picked up a few other supplements. Um, I, I thought your weather generation was pretty cool, too. Um, I, I guess since I've been running Kingmaker, you do like a lot of weather stuff when they do the, the hex crawling. But uh, I do like more of a kind of logical kind of weather development system, generation system, for lack of a better term. And I see that Beyond the Wall seems very similar to Harn and that it progresses off like the initial thing you roll and it has faces of the moon and things like that. So I think it's really cool uh, that uh, and I, I would say that that makes it old school. So does that mean that you're an old school player if you since you're running beyond the wall old school renaissance renaissance man old school rambler old school raconteur raconteur anyway what does the r stand for for you what is the well obviously you're the old school richter obviously the r stands for the richter um anyway Good stuff, and uh, can't wait to hear some more. More ice cream adventures, actually. That'd be the most exciting thing. No, actually, uh, man, I, I'm just keep rambling, don't I? But um, the other thing is, it's cool to hear about that you're almost done with the second book of Wrath of the Righteous, um, which is a, a really great accomplishment. It's here a third of the way done after that. And then it goes on to, I think, better adventures. So, and that's something too, that just reminded me like something, the episode that you talked about, that if I did start Wrath of the Righteous, maybe I just skipped the first two because a problem came in the third adventure. But maybe from that point there, um, maybe in Medius Rest, when they find uh, the the prison cell, the old prison cell of the, the uh, heretical succubus, so, of course, I hope your player characters remember that succubi are the masters of deception. So maybe they don't get too comfortable about the revelation. <laughs> Old school Richter. You hear that, folks? The, the discussion is over. The debate has come to a screeching halt with the truth. With the truth. That's what OSR stands for. So next time when you tell someone you play OSR... You're saying you play old school Richter, and I fully endorse that, man. <laughs> That's the thing, though, right? Like, I, I, I give shit 
to the OSR, but I like playing OSR games. I just refuse to put myself into that box. I am a gamer. I play role-playing games. I Sometimes I play older role-playing games. Sometimes I play more modern role-playing games. Sometimes I play modern role-playing games that are emulating older role-playing games. I, I, I'm a role-player, man. That's what I do. Um, but yeah, that's awesome that you picked up Beyond the Wall, man. It, it's, a, it's a fun, neat little system. And yeah, Kingmaker, dude, you're playing Kingmaker right now using PF2, and that's that's awesome, man. I that's one of those adventures that I've thought about running for a while, but I don't I don't know if I'll ever get around. <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever get around to it. You know, we'll we'll have to see uh, with Wrath of the Righteous, Wrath of the Spooky, Spooky Righteous. You know. I, the first two books are cool. They're cool, but I, I don't think you'd be wrong in saying that if you started with the third book, you could do that. <laughs> I think you could do that pretty easily. You just set the stage. You say, you know, you guys are soldiers in the uh, Mendevian army. You've recaptured this citadel, and now you have to do this other stuff. I think you could easily do that. That could have saved us a year. <laughs> but then I couldn't say we ran through the entire adventure path of Beyond the Wall. So, yeah, man, you know, <laughs> we got it. Um, and it's it's awesome. There is, I think I might have said this last time, um, there is a chance that we might finish book two uh, next session, which would be pretty dope. But there's also a fairly good chance that we won't. So that's cool, too. Uh, yeah, as far as ice cream goes, I've been, I've been making ice cream. I, <laughs> you know what, though? One of, my favorite batch, one of my favorite ice creams out there is Cherry Garcia from Ben & Jerry's. I made a cherry chocolate chip ice cream the other the last batch I made. Better. Better. It was better. And that was the first time where I was like, ooh, okay, all right, this is pretty awesome. <laughs> this is pretty awesome. Um, yeah, man, it's, making ice cream is fun and easy. You just, you, got, you go through a lot of cream, a lot of heavy cream, <laughs> a lot of heavy cream, man. It, yeah, it, it's not, <laughs> I'm not making healthy ice cream here. Uh, but it's, it's dope, dude. I, I'm out of cream right now. So it's been a few days since I've made any ice cream. I don't know what my next batch will be. I'll, I'll, I'll have to think about it. I made chocolate once and, but I put chocolate chips in it and that was too much. So I might just make a straight forward chocolate or I might start exploring some of the more complex ice creams where you make the custard first with the egg and everything, the egg and the cream I might start doing that, but I do like the simplicity. I like that I can have a batch of soft serve ice cream ready to go in less than a half an hour. And then if I want like regular, like harder ice cream, you just throw the soft serve in the freezer for a couple hours and boom. But yeah, I buy an ice cream maker, folks. It's great. Um, but Carl, thank you for the message, but more importantly, thank you for Old School Richter OSR. Now I might start rocking some OSR stickers. <laughs>
people like, oh, you're OSR guy? Yeah, old school Richter. What of it? Uh, <laughs> nice, man. Anyway, anyway, let's get on to the last call, which is from the Phantom. The Phantom is back. It's been a while since we've heard from Pink Phantom. I'm very excited that he's back. I know you folks are excited that he's back. So let's hear what Phantom has to say. Hello, Joe. If this is Joe, the Pink Phantom here. And I was listening to your latest episode, and I want to tell you the hijinks of your campaign with the vampire and the lever that nobody wanted to pull was fantastic. Uh, the idea of the six million gold piece vampire, because we can rebuild him, we have the technology, and the fact that the lever was just prominent with like ten spotlights <clears throat> on it, and nobody wanted to pull it. The vampire hits you for fifteen damage, and looks over at a lever. The vampire tries to fly away, and then circles a lever. Nope, we're not going to do it. We're not going to touch it. Don't want anything to do with that lever. And I understand what you mean about broadcasting. <clears throat> Ooh, I've been a little blah myself, as as you can hear. And it seems like a lot of podcasters have been. There's been kind of a general slowdown. Maybe it's ennui from the final destruction of Anchor, the end of the Anchor apocalypse, and the rise of Spotify nonsense for podcasters. Is that what they're calling it? Spotify nonsense for podcasters? Maybe. I don't know. But to the last part here, are you really, Joe? That's what I want to know. Because you didn't like an adventure that featured werewolves? That's not the Joe Richter I know. What's going on here? Are you a doppelganger? Are you advanced form mimic? Are you going to eat me after I leave this message? That's what I want to know. Have a nice day. But I'll be listening. Hey, here's a test. If you're the real Joe Richter, how do you feel about crows? Goodbye. I don't even like crows. Crows are dumb, man. I'm totally Joe. I don't like crows. I never have. They're bad for everything. (laughs) I'm a vampire guy. Werewolves are cool, but I'm a vampire guy. I don't know, man. I read it. I read the third book of Carrion Crown, which is what the Amazing Phantom is referring to there. And it just, it didn't, it didn't strike me. It did not strike me as all that awesome. It might have been. It might be. You know, I never played it. So maybe it would be cool. Ah, I just don't know, man. I just, I was just, the, the, the end of book two just, just killed everything (laughs) it just killed everything uh but yeah man as far as the former anchor goes you know what the biggest button now is when you're recording an episode the ad ad and ad button that's that's fun and another thing all when you're i'm doing this on my phone obviously because i only do it on my phone um when you're in the episode moving segments around the little play button on each segment in a little circle used to be different colors, depending on if you recorded the ep or if you recorded that segment straight into anchor, or if you downloaded it or uploaded it, whatever 
now they're all the same color. So it just makes it even harder for me to, <laughs> to organize everything. I, everything about Spotify nonsense for podcasters is worse than what it was before. So that's pretty cool, Spotify. Good for you. You made a product a hundred, not 100% worse, but I'd say at least 50% worse than what it was. Uh, you made no improvements. You've just made it worse. So that's pretty good. Oh, man. <laughs> as far as the lever goes, that <laughs> Pink Phantom's message, he mentioned about blockcasting and the ennui of Anchor being dead. And when I got that message, I was having a pretty crap day. That's when I first started feeling sick. That's when work was really messed up. And I got that message. I listened to it and it cracked me the hell up, dude. I just, <laughs> I was kind of like that. I was like, what's up with that lever? How's that lever? You guys see that lever right there? <laughs> There's that lever right there. I wasn't smart enough to be, <laughs> I, God damn it, man. I totally should have done that. Like with his dying breath, Thorachnall reaches out towards the lever, but before he can get it, he dies. <laughs> I love how he flew around the lever. That, oh man, that was awesome. Yeah, they did it. They they finally pulled it. But I did have to mention it like a thousand times. <laughs> Just be like, I dare you guys. I double dare you. But it worked and they did it and it was all fun and awesome. And it progressed the story in a pretty fun way. So I am glad that I finally pressured them into it. Player agency, who needs it, man? Who who needs it? Not me. Uh, just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, so yeah, dude. Thank you for that message again, Phantom. It it cracked me up, dude. It it made my day quite a bit brighter, and that's awesome, man. Um, yeah, that's it. That's all the calls. So let me get out of here, and I'll see you guys on the other side. Yeah, nice. It's nice to have some messages, some other voices on the show again, right? That was cool. I'm glad I'm glad I got some. Uh, nice. So thank you to Jason and Carl and the Pink Phantom. Carl just has a new episode out about uh, player versus player. And he actually gives an example of when it works. And that's amazing because I tend to hate pvp and i've never seen it work out uh but he brings a good thing to the table about pvp so go check out the geomologist oh man what else dude yeah i don't know that's that's pretty much that it's almost a weekend at time of recording so that's pretty cool i got some games coming up uh got the next session of Wrath of the Righteous, like I mentioned, we might we might actually finish the second book. I got another game of Beyond the Wall the next day. And then on Monday, I believe Monday is Reaver Week. And despite all the nonsense and shenanigans at my job that are happening right now, I did change around my work schedule a little bit. So I should be able to make that Reaver game. Which is awesome because it's been too long. And I love... Uh, Reaver's a great system. Joe Salvador is a great dungeon master, game master. And it's a, 
amazing group of people. So I really, really hope I can make it. I should be able to. That's that's the plan. And yeah, man, things are going good. We we might we're gonna get a new dryer, like I mentioned. I think we're gonna get a new picket fence. We have a little white picket fence that goes around our front yard, and it's just dilapidated and needs to be replaced not even repaired it's beyond repair so i think my landlords are gonna hire my buddy to do it and that's fun i'm helping out my friend by giving him some work and that's awesome i like helping people and i don't like when my job makes me mad because my job lets me help people but when it makes me mad i don't want to do my job so yeah jobs are fun right <laughs> They're just uh, the bureaucracy is stupid. Uh, hierarchy is dumb. The idea of professionalism—not that professionalism comes into play at my work—but just the idea of being subservient to somebody because they're your boss—that's stupid. Be respectful to everybody, but yeah, man, I, I just I I I, I don't do it. <laughs> I'm not subservient to anybody. Uh, I'm respectful and kind to everybody, but as far as like kick, kiss an ass or something, I I don't do it. I don't. <laughs> I don't do it. Um, yeah, man. I don't think you should either. <laughs> Everyone's like, "What are you insane?" I have a job to keep. I get it. I get it. Uh, but I think that's it, folks. I think that's it. And can you believe, can you believe that I went this whole episode without talking about how it's my 420th episode? <laughs> I waited till the end. I waited till the end, but it's my 420th episode. That's pretty awesome. Uh, it's 419. You got a minute? It's 420. Do you know where your buds are? <laughs> I'm such... Oh, man. I don't pr- pr- promote drug use. I do not promote drug use. But if you like it, do it. It's legal most places these days. It's becoming more and more legal now. Because it's stupid that it's illegal. Um, and <laughs> though, you have to be responsible you have to be responsible with it. It is entirely possible and it happens where you can be too high to play role-playing games in an effective manner. (laughs) It happens, man. Trust me. Um, Yeah. I... (laughs) That's not... I I have a funny story, but it's not one for the air. Uh, Because I don't know who cool isn't it is i don't know what statutes of limitations are on certain certain things so i'll save that for some other time anyway uh i'm gonna get out of here it's my 420th episode uh it's a couple days it's the day before saint patrick's day at time of recording which is one of my favorite holidays i got some corned beef and cabbage ready to go i was gonna i i am gonna make um Shit, what is it? Col- Kolkata, the Irish uh, mashed potatoes with greens and green onions. Kolkata, I think that's what it is. 
I'm going to make that along with my corned beef and cabbage. I was going to make an Irish coddle stew, which is a sausage and potato stew, but I wanted to stay a little more with old school Richter tradition. So I'm going to just go corned beef and cabbage for me and my roommate, John. That'll be dope. Uh, I no longer get up at 6 o'clock in the morning to start drinking, which was a tradition of mine for ever, for 15, 20 years. Every St. Patrick's Day, up at 6 a.m. Started back when I was at uni in Chico, California. We'd buy a keg the night before, wake up at 6, and just drink all day. And then keep drinking into the nighttime. And it was the best. It was... It was the best, but no more, folks. No more. Yeah. So that's it, everybody. I will see you. Well, no, I will talk to you all next time. I hope it won't be too long. I hope everybody, if you're in the States, I don't know if they celebrate St. Patrick's Day other places. Maybe they do. I hope they do. But if you celebrate St. Patrick's Day, I hope you have a lovely St. Patrick's Day. Um, yeah, that's it. I said, um, and uh, a bunch this episode. You can tell I'm out of practice, but that's cool, man. Everything's cool. You guys are all cool. You girls are also all cool. You folks somewhere in between are also all cool. And I hope everybody out there is taking care of yourself, taking care of somebody else. And until next time, peace out. You know what? I think the music I used to use for my outro is gone now. I don't know if the music I just used is the same. And I'm not going to go back to check. So if it's different than it used to be, let me know. I don't think it's there anymore. It's not in my saved songs anymore. I don't know. Thank you, Spotify Nonsense for Podcasters. You're awesome. Shit, last one, I swear. Do any of you guys ever hit the enhance button when you're recording on your phone? Now, when you're done recording, there's a little button that says enhance. I have no idea if it makes a difference or not. Sometimes I press it. Sometimes I don't. I literally can't tell a difference when I listen between when I press it and when I don't. So there you go. Okay, seriously, this is serious, serious, seriously the last one. Anyone know what that quote is in my description? Anyone know what movie that's from? Boy Wonder? I'm all man, lady. What movie?